0: Hey, 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 this is Nemo Warobi. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. I am sitting on my chair taking a break after a beautifully warm day, but have had a cold. What's going on with you and what's happening in your hood? I'm doing good. I um, had some health issues as comes with hay fever and the season summer flu spring flu what flu god knows what flu i just wanted to get on here and talk about grief and what actually grief is and this has not come from some textbook or some great um school education it is a process that i've learned through reading and also that i'm going through it it's not. four months you know february march april three months january four months actually since my sister passed and it's still really difficult you know you want to look for answers everywhere of how long is this gonna go on how can this happen you know and it's still surreal and unbelievable and i just kind of feel a little bit lost though I've joined a couple of groups that have been helpful in telling me it's still early, that usually the first six months are rough, and probably a year, and then somehow we start striding together in life as two partners, with both grief and the memories of my sister. So from my experience, and this is not just this, it's other deaths in my family, so grief is the immediate reaction to the loss. From 5.26 when I heard the news, my life stopped. It actually really didn't stop, but my life stopped. That clock stopped at 5.26 p.m. on 4th January. And it was shock, disbelief, wondering who was playing a joke on us. A lot of um, crying grotto crying, the soul crying, because it's been disconnected to love. I have no question about my love for my sister, neither did she have a question that I loved her, but I had a vision of a chassis, or some people say chassis, of a car breaking down, and the chassis disconnected. And I was like, why why was I thinking about a chassis? I don't drive, I don't have any mechanical know-how, but there was a disconnect of the chassis. It is only later that I realized, or if I'm not correct, which because I'm not sure whether her disconnect was with me or the disconnect with the family as a vehicle. However, that was the instinctive instinctive behavior. I cried. I wanted to scream but the quorum didn't allow me to scream. I had grotto cries of the soul because this was my homie, my friend, my sister. What the hell was anybody telling me that she's no longer there? I naturally push away people when things are hard and it's not because they are bad it is because my natural instinct is to push away in order to process what happens is people come running to you when they find out with their condolences and what happened a question that really annoys me if you get information that my sibling passed away Ie Jean, don't ask me in those first few days what happened. Simple reason, my what happened will tell you she's dead. A very blunt answer. I then reached out to my family. <clears throat> my family's in Kenya, and my first fear was for my parents. My parents are in their 80s and one going 90. And I was scared because what could happen to them now? They had lost their baby. What was I supposed to do? Because I don't know whether it's firstborn behavior. I wanted to grab them immediately because my tears as I spoke to mom and dad was, I am so sorry. I am sorry, mommy. I'm sorry, daddy. That's all I could cry because I knew the pain that they would go through. I had lost a child too. My siblings, Lawrence and Moogs, I wanted to grab them. I wanted to grab them and take their pain because they were also very close to my sister. And I wanted to take all their pain and amalgamate it into mine and it becomes like a pregnancy because I didn't want them to feel pain. It took a while to understand that I couldn't, each one of us has to go through this process on their own it reminded me of the long distance runners in Kenya you know they're very famous because we always win you know (laughs) but each athlete is given a lane so we had lane for daddy, lane for mommy, lane for me and my brothers lane and my sister In this lane, we had to run a race. We had no GPS. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know if there'd be bumps. We didn't know whether there'd be shocks. But we each had to run. But each one of us had to run at their pace. And you couldn't stop to pull the other one up yet until you were strong enough. That was the immediate one week of the grief before we actually then went into military mode to have a service for my sister that was befitting the beauty of who she is. So that's grief, the immediate reaction. The second is mourning. As a Christian, it says we do not mourn as those who have no hope. Within all of us, we were settled. My sister had gone to God. We were sure of it her commitment to Jesus Christ is something we knew. Yet we still didn't think God was fair. There is a verse in Hosea that says you have torn us and you will restore us. This felt like a tear. A horrible, horrible tear. The morning comes in after people have gone in between all the running around and the memories but mourning is like peeling out the memories you have it can happen in a month it can happen in a week it can happen in four months like it has for me for three months I have zero recollection at all of my conversations with my sister I've gone through pictures I have looked at her and I've cried But I don't remember what she said. So for me, there was an issue of not remembering. But as I spoke to my therapist, she talked about cognitive dissociance. It is a way of survival, which I've lived in, where the brain automatically protects you from what is going on. Others are able to keep quiet and withhold their emotions and go through their own private grieving and mourning on their own for me I will tell you that in the four months my experience of grief has been disgusting it's horrible it's something that I will go through maybe again and again and again but this is my first major loss and I will say this Do not let anybody dictate to you how you will behave when you lose a loved one. Just as another point is, grief does not only come because of loss of a loved one. It comes because of loss of a pet, loss of a job, loss of finances, loss of a marriage, loss of a relationship, especially if you've been invested in it. There are so many losses that we experience in life and we've not been taught how to grieve for those losses. We have those feelings. We cry about it. But we have mostly thought of grief is when we lose a loved one. Grief is difficult. Grief is messy. Grief is hard. But with time and with Therapy and talking to your family and sharing with your family and checking in on your family like our family has done with each other we know that we will be healed and then in time we will stroll with grief through our lives until we meet our families on the other side Like I said, don't let anybody tell you how to grieve. Don't let anybody tell you what's right or wrong, or how long it will take you. Sometimes it's short, depending on your relationship with the person. With my sister, this is going to take a long time. Remember, he has torn us, but yet he will restore us. You take care. God bless you. Bye.